0: Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Sathya Sam. I am so glad you're here today and honored, really, truly, I am honored that you take some time out of your day and listen to what we are up to over here. If you don't know who I am, I am a porn addiction recovery coach. I founded a company called Deep Clean Coaching in 2019, and we've been helping professional Christian men primarily, not exclusively, um, quit pornography by getting to the roots of the issue. And... um, Everything that was really derived from my own 15-year addiction to porn, I eventually made it free, uh, made it to the other side. February 2016 was my last relapse, and since then, we've gone on to help hundreds and really thousands of men quit pornography and eliminate sexual sin from their lives. And the podcast is an extension. The first couple of years when we ran the company, it was just, you know, we worked with clients, and we had our program, and we did our thing, and I really felt... God, nudge me to get what we were doing out to a broader audience and make some of our content available without a barrier to entry of uh, primarily finances, but also, you know, there's a high energy and a high time investment that's required to participate in a program like ours. It's not just a quick one and done. it's it's much more of a comprehensive, intensive approach. And so here we are, you know, episode six seventeen, we've been going strong. For over two years and we've been able to reach the multitudes through this and you're a part of that. So welcome. I'm glad you're on the journey here with us. And I really, I, I pray you stick with us until you reach a place of freedom yourself. Um, if you want one of the last spots that we have available in our coaching program currently, uh, then I want to let you know that we have a couple spots open for enrollment. These spots will be gone probably if I had to guess, in the next 72 hours. They fill up pretty quickly. We don't have a lot of uh, availability these days just because our program's in high demand. And so if you want to avoid getting waitlisted, if you want to really uh, jettison your recovery journey and get things on track, this is your chance to do that. You can book a call with somebody from my team and uh, we'll sit down with you. We'll understand your situation better. You can understand our program better and then we can see if on both fronts we agree to move forward and if not, no harm, no foul. Uh, But this is your chance now while there's availability uh, availability open. So make sure you book a slot. Today I want to talk about how recovery improves your relationships and you know, you might be wondering why why such a broad-reaching kind of subject, but I think the, the relationship component of porn addiction and certainly porn addiction recovery can't really be overstated. I would, I would put it this way. I believe that porn addiction is an intimacy disorder. I believe that it is a lack of meaningful relationships, isolation, dysfunction, and disconnection that are typically the source points of addiction. Pornography in particular is appealing because it offers uh, an illusion of intimacy, an illusion of connection to one another or connecting with the people on the screen, experiencing some degree of intimacy. But really, the reason it's fast food intimacy is because while it may temporarily satisfy those cravings that you have for connection and to be seen and known and all that stuff and affirmed, the reality is it leaves you hungrier afterwards, and it's only a matter of time before the cravings come back. So recovery and relationships are inextricably linked. You can't really have one without the other, and it's always comical to me when people are like, you know, for me, it's not so much a relationship thing or an intimacy thing, it's just, you know, when I'm stressed, I watch porn, or, you know, as long as I stay busy, I'm kinda good to go, and it's like, you just have no idea, that's really all it is. There's just a lack of self-awareness, which is our first pillar of recovery, uh, building self-awareness. So, if you're embarking on the recovery journey and you're doing it correctly, what do I mean by correctly? Well, you're going after the roots of the issue. Okay, you're, you're not just settling for a quick fix. You're not just settling for like, oh, okay, this solution feels good and other people are doing it, so let's give it a shot. You're actually taking an approach that gets to the causal elements of the problem. If that's how you're approaching recovery, then a couple of things start to happen. Number one is, as I just stated, your self-awareness begins to improve. Now, when your self-awareness improves, your relationships get better, Period as long as you are blind, like if you've ever gotten to an argument with a significant other and they're saying all these things that to you, you're like, that is ridiculous. Like, I don't do that. I'm not like that. And then, you know, later your boss or a sibling or somebody else basically spouts off the same accusation. And you're like, wait, you think that too? Oh, why does everybody keep saying that? Well, probably because it's true, but you're just blind to it. You lack self-awareness. So improving self-awareness is, is obviously necessary for recovery because it allows us to identify triggers, uh, thinking patterns, emotions, the things that, that would basically spiral into worse behavior. But instead, if you're aware of it, you can you know, nip it in the bud, you can resolve it, you can dissolve it, and then move on with your day, no harm, no foul. So if you improve self-awareness for recovery, you can just imagine how valuable that is in relationships. You're going to start to relate at a more, uh, deeper level. You're going to be more aware of some of your own patterns and how they contribute to the relationship dynamics. And the, the byproduct of good self-awareness is typically people become much more open-hearted, they're much more transparent, they're more articulate, so they can convey what's going on within them a lot more accurately and in the process that other people can build an accurate knowledge of what that person is like, you know, who, who they are and what they're experiencing and all that kind of stuff. So it's very valuable for building relationships. Second pillar of recovery is healing of the heart. And this is where we address wounds of the past. This is where we address trauma. This is where we address, um, things that are, uh, I would say, the blockages that are happening at more of an inner level that are stopping us from moving forward and becoming the people God made us to be. And so, like I said, this is often bitterness, resentment, trauma, unforgiveness, um, you know, unresolved wounds, all of that kind of stuff plays into our behavior. And it's true of your sexual misbehavior. It's true of your relationships as well. And I'll tell you, the number of spouses who come back to us after their husband completes this phase of the program and say, what have you done with my husband? He's totally different. He's talking to me. He makes eye contact when we share now. He's more lighthearted. There were were things going on in his life that I had no idea about that he's sharing so candidly and, and openly about, but without any shame or any awkwardness and you know, th- th- that number is so high. We have lots of wives who come back because this is, a, this is an inevitable experience. If you heal your heart, you heal your relationships as well. And then the third pillar that we have in recovery is establishing your identity. And when you establish your identity, uh, I mean, for starters, that's incredibly powerful. Uh, but number two, uh, you know, women want a strong, secure man. They want somebody who's confident. They want somebody who knows themselves. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be an egotistical prick. Uh, in fact, we would recommend not being an egotistical prick. Uh, what we would recommend instead is that you are quietly and humbly confident and unapologetic in the man God made you to be. And you can just imagine the way you start to show up in your relationships when that is the place that you are coming from. It is radically different than that place of anxiety and insecurity and not feeling good enough and feeling ashamed for who you are and what you've done and all that kind of stuff. Now, what wraps all of this together is a little thing that we like to call community because the opposite of addiction is not sobriety, it's connection. And so the reason that you, if you, if you pursue these three pillars and you do them correctly, uh, what do I mean by correctly? Well, you do it in the context of community, And with some expert guidance, then what's going to happen is your relationships are going to get better because you are going to build that practice of fostering meaningful relationship. A a lot of our clients, you know, we don't we don't say like, look, you you don't have to go air all your dirty laundry to your wife like stat. There's a certain process that we'll take you on, but in the meantime, you should practice airing your dirty laundry with some other dudes here who probably have the same dirty laundry that you do. You know, you could do that a little bit with your coach. Start flexing those muscles. Start learning to cultivate those meaningful connections because that practice is incredibly useful, one, for recovery, but number two, because it helps recovery, it also strengthens your connections. There's a little bit of a duality, kind of a a bi-directional effect when you and I are in healthy relationships and especially in healthy community. So, if you feel like, man, I, sh- I know I'm struggling with porn. It doesn't, it, it, you know, it's it's okay. I kind of have it at bay or I kind of don't, but it's it's not the thing. The thing is actually all this dysfunction in my relationships. Well, I want to let you know that those two things are actually the same. And if you get free of porn and you address the underlying roots of your porn problem, you're going to fix your relationships in the process. So I highly, highly recommend that you guys uh, don't try to just do one or the other. Do both. Take a causal approach. Get to the underlying factors and watch God turn your life upside down. It is amazing what he does as we start to have a more satisfied and fulfilled heart. And you know that obviously is the basis of it, is when we can find true contentment in Christ and in the people that Christ has made us to be, Well, that is where recovery really takes place. And obviously that is where healthier relationships will span as well. So that's everything for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And again, if you want one of those last slots, if this system that I just laid out sounds interesting, that's the backbone of what we do. And if you feel like it's time to plug into a community, it's time to get some coaching, and it's time to engage with a system that is gonna actually help you get to the roots of the issue once and for all, well, like I said, we just have a couple slots left. Go ahead, book your time. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, hey, love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon, bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcasts that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance and insight in your recovery journey.